Welcome to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast, where we discuss topics, upcoming events, news, and predictions with real estate professionals and entrepreneurs. Listen and learn what makes their companies and themselves stand out and gain advantages over the competition and gain market share. Subscribe for the latest news and discussion on what it takes to stand out from the crowd. Now, here's your host, Jim. Hey, everybody, this is Jim Troth, and of course, we have Laura. The Hi, everyone. Guys. Yes, so we are here to do the Stand Out in Ohio podcast. It's been a while. Last time we did it was in, I think, a little bit after July, right after home inspector licensing started. I think you're correct. So, anyway, we're going to do that, but what our main focus today are a couple of ways that listing agents actually fail their sellers. And, of course, our... our our podcast is sponsored by the Habitation Investigation, the best home inspection company in Ohio. Habitation Investigation is the way to go for a home inspection in Ohio. Trusted licensed home inspectors for your needs, from radon to mold to warranties. For a great home inspection, you really can't go wrong. Visit Home Inspections in Ohio. All right, so Laura, home inspector license. Let's, let's review that. Review that real quick. That started on July first, right? At that date, what happened? At that date, inspectors have to put on their reports their license number and the expiration date of their license. If they do not, it is against state law. So. If they don't, you might want to check and see if they're actually licensed because we recently saw a report that didn't have that information. And when I went and pulled up that name of that inspector and the company that he worked for, nobody there was licensed. So not a licensed company doing inspections. Right. We got that re- an agent that uses us sent that report to us because they had a question about something on there. It was from the listing agent, I believe. Yeah, maybe. I can't remember. But they had a question about it because then they're going to have us come do the inspection. But they wanted to kind of see what some area was. It wasn't clear in the picture. Yeah. So, yep. If you're going to use any home inspection company, they you need to make certain that their inspector is licensed. There's no licensing of home inspection companies. It's licensing of each individual inspector. And trying to skirt around that by saying that you're inspecting the building envelope, I still do not think is going to fly with the state because that's still an inspection. It's still for a real estate transaction. And that, I think, is a gray area. And you could be in huge trouble if you're recommending that someone like that does an inspection. Yes, because the state has certain standards of yes. what needs to be looked looked at. Very and this, specific. And this report kind of claimed itself to be something else, but yet it still went into things on the interior, not just the building envelope. So very, very sketchy, very sketchy in my opinion. Well, well, think about this for a second. When we contacted the state attorney regarding walk and talks, we were told point blank that no matter what, we had the same liability with a walk and talk as we do with an actual honest to God inspection. And it was our choice if we wanted to take that liability on with the lesser inspection. Correct. So that yes. is telling me 
that what that company is doing, they are still liable for all of the same things that every other inspection company is for. They're just not licensed. Correct. Okay. So licensing is in effect. We still have some agents don't know it's in effect. I, I don't know why, but some of them don't, but they, they need to be aware of that. Now, listing agents, how do they fail their their sellers? I mean, so you have your listing agent, you go to your listing appointment, you get the you get the listing, they sign, sign the agreement with you that you're going to be their list, their, their agent. You advertise it, you get it in contract. How are you failing them? Well, here's some ways that we see that. And it's obvious that the sellers were not prepared on what's going to happen in the home inspection because a lot of the, it's hard to know the percentage, but some sellers do not know that we're going to look into the attic space. Or the crawl spaces. And they do not get you know open those areas up. And we had something the other day where the seller, well, we, we tested the GFCI. I think it was maybe in the kitchen. We tested that GFCI outlet. It tripped. But it would not reset. And the seller was upset. Saying we broke it. I'm like, no, we discovered it's not working because it's supposed to be able to trip it and have it reset. That listing agent should have told them, hey, you need to test your GFCI outlets or your breakers. You need to test those to make certain that they trip and they reset. And they, they knew nothing about that. They, they didn't know anything about that. And there was something else happened the other day. Light bulbs. Light bulb, yes. There was a house we inspected that had two lights, not one, two lights that weren't working. And the listing agent said, well, why don't you have lights with you? To, well, to, why, to replace their light bulbs. Why didn't you tell your sellers that they should make sure that all of their light fixtures had clean, clear, fresh lights in them that would work if the fixtures worked? Yeah, because if we oh, turn on a light switch and nothing happens... We don't know, is the switch bad, is the bulb bad, or is the wiring somewhere between that switch and the light fixture, is that wire damaged because maybe it got chewed by, by mice? We don't know. It got physically damaged somehow. We, we have no idea. It's a silly thing, but these sellers need to be told, listen, take care of your house. Do basic little maintenance things. Replace your light bulbs. Test your GFCIs. If the GFCI doesn't work, you can go to Lowe's, pick one up for $20. And literally it. just swap it out. Replace it yourself. They're not hard. There's instructions in the box on how to do that. Well, and when we come back out and, and we're doing an inspection, as long as we test that and it works, it's all good. We don't care who replaced it or how expensive a job it was. It works. It's on the report as it works and life is good. Now, because they didn't have that, I'm sure that buyer is going to request that a licensed electrician replace that. Well, if if it's not working and the person's responsible for their own house and they and they can't keep the stuff working, why would you assume they'll make make sure it works now? So right. You're going to hire Since an electrician they're going to be leaving, yeah. To do that. Any other ways which uh, listing agents fail their their sellers by helping them get ready? So we have an email that goes out to all of our listing agents, buyers, agents, and clients when we schedule an order. In the specific email for listing agents, there is a link to a YouTube video that tells them 
hey, this is what your sellers need to do to get ready, forward this email to them. Do you know how many times that video has been looked at? And this has been on this email for years. Not enough, I'm certain. Six times in years. That's pathetically low. That means that sellers, agents aren't looking at it. They're not forwarding it. They're not educating their sellers on what they need to know to get ready for a home inspection. Well, that explains sometimes when these sellers, if we get to the house, the seller says they do not know we're there for a home inspection because their agent never told them somehow. Because we have permission. We get permission from showing time. We get, we've got access codes from agents. Yep. And then, but how the seller sometimes doesn't have a clue. They do not have a clue about it. So there's the, the sellers are not being told what's going on, and, and that's kind of kind of sad because then they're caught off guard on a lot of stuff. Well, and then our guys go there and they're caught in the middle of things. We we actually got sent away from one or two inspections this year because the homeowner had no clue that it was for a an inspection and they were totally taken aback and were in the middle of doing stuff and thought it was just a radon drop. They had never been clarified. Yeah. And see, and the agents look bad at that. Yeah. They look back as, cause we showed them emails and confirmations. Right. Because we don't go out unless we have that. Like I will cancel it. So will Amy. So will Jason, if we don't have approval for that, that order is getting canceled until we can get it yeah, squared away. Well, that's, it's even state law now. We can't even go out to do the inspection unless the agreement, agreement is, is signed is signed by the buyer even. And we don't go out unless we have approval. So that's another way. Now, there's there's a sheet that we have on the website. Yes. I'm not certain where it's at right now, but it's, I think it's buyer-seller resources. Yes, it is. But it is a tip sheet on how sellers can get their house ready for the home inspection. And I, I know one of the things on there – when it talks about light bulbs, testing the GFC outlets, it also talks about not mopping your bathroom floor the day of the inspection. Because we take a moisture meter to the base of the toilet, it's looking for moisture, there's a little wax ring, which is an inexpensive fix. But if they mop that floor, we it's don't know gonna, what the difference is. It's a it's still there's still moisture around the base of the toilet. So we right. don't know where it's coming from. So it has to be written in the report. So anyway, so so there's some ways that agents can help support their sellers if their listing agents is due. Tell them what to do to get the house ready. Share that video with them. You know what? Maybe I will add that uh, link to the uh, check sheet so that a listing agent can print that off. Maybe they can use that. I'll, I'll tweak it and they can use that to write down the date of the home inspection for them and give that to them and say, here, get, you know, get ready for it. Uh, that that'd be a good idea if if they if they look if they look I think they're just they get so busy or whatever and they don't read the whole email and they just pretend it's just just another email nothing important to it but we we have a lot of stuff it's a lot of communication we that do needs not send shared. out an email unless it is an important piece of information and it's something you need to know yep so I think that's about it anything else regarding uh well maintenance maintenance inspections. We talk about those next next podcast. Okay, yeah, let's do that and on the next one. How those can benefit people and how they should be done probably every two years. Yes, so. sounds good. All right, everybody, thank you very much. Have a great uh, week until the next time we, we you you listen to us or you meet us up somewhere. All right, bye-bye. bye bye. 
You've been listening to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Google Podcasts to get new, fresh episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit the website of the best Ohio home inspection company at homeinspectionsinohio.com or jimtroff.com. That's J-I-M-T-R-O-T-H, and click on podcast. Until next time, learn and go do stuff. Mm-hmm.